I'm David Marchese. And I'm Lulu Garcia-Navarro. And we're the hosts of The Interview from The New York Times. David and I have spent our careers interviewing some of the most interesting and influential people in the world. Which means we know when to ask tough questions and when to just sit back and listen. And now we've teamed up to have these conversations every week. We'll try to reveal something about the people shaping our world. And we'll get some great stories from them, too. It's The Interview from The New York Times. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. From The New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. It's Friday, October 18th. Here's what you need to know today. Okay. How does it sound? It sounds pretty it sound good. okay? I've never actually produced a bit of any audio on my own, so this is Okay. Great. And I think this is definitely the first time we have done the headlines of the Daily inside the Senate Press Gallery. So okay. So Cheryl Solberg. Oh, I think I'm supposed to hold this to my own mouth. So, okay. Cheryl, what do we need to know today? So it was a really busy news day. Today, uh, I'm proud to report, thanks to the strong leadership of President Donald Trump and the strong relationship between President Erdogan and Turkey and the United States of America, that today the United States and Turkey have agreed to a ceasefire in Syria. Vice President Pence flew to Turkey, and on Thursday afternoon, he announced that Turkey had agreed to a ceasefire in which the Turkish government would suspend its military operations in northern Syria for five days in order to give the Kurds time to clear the area. So that raises the question, um, is this a breakthrough, or is this just giving Turkey what it wants in the first place because they wanted the Kurds out? What else? Will you support this deal? What do you think of it? From what we've read of this deal, it doesn't meet uh, our demands or expectations. There's finally a deal for Brexit that the European Union and Britain both think will work. But it's not clear if it's going to pass because it has to go through Parliament and the Labour Party has already said it's opposed. We are unhappy with this deal and as it stands, we'll vote against it. And on top of that, the acting White House Chief of Staff, Mick Mulvaney, came out and announced that the president has decided to hold the next G7, this big summit of world leaders, at his own resort outside Miami, obviously raising questions about conflict of interest and whether or not the president is profiting off of his office. Uh, We sent an advanced team out to actually visit 10 locations in uh, several states. We uh, visited uh, California, Colorado, Florida. Mulvaney insisted that the president had checked out a lot of other places and concluded that his own resort was, and I'm quoting, far and away the the best best physical physical facility facility for this meeting. meeting. In fact, uh, I was talking to one of the advanced teams when they came back, and I said, what was it like? And he said, Mick, you're not going to believe this, but it's almost like they built this facility to host this type of event. And finally on Thursday, it was a sad day here in the Capitol because Representative Elijah Cummings, a towering figure in the House, died. Uh, Cummings was a son of sharecroppers. His own presence here was really a miracle to him. My father had never been in the Capitol building. He said, isn't this this place where they used to call us slaves? I said, yes, sir. And isn't this a place they used to call us three-fifths of a man? I said, yes, sir. And isn't this a place that they used to call us chattel? I said, yes, 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 sir. And I'll never forget, he said, when I think about you being someone in the day, he said, now I see what I could have been if I'd had an opportunity. And over the last year, as chairman of the House Oversight Committee, he had been a central figure in the investigations of the president. And in his role in these investigations, 
he continually pleaded for decency. We are better than this. We are so much, we really are. As a country, we are so much better than this. And I'm hoping that all of us can get back to this democracy that we want and that we should be passing on our, to our children so that they can do better than what we did. Cheryl, thank you. Thank you, Michael. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you on Monday. <laughs>